0: Hello and welcome to Plotris. This is Meg. This is Lane. And today we're reviewing Miss Moriarty,
1: I presume, by Sherry Thomas. This is the sixth book in the Lady Sherlock series. And full disclosure, we did receive a complimentary copy from NetGalley.
0: And this was just published in 2021. And we have been waiting to read this book for a year because as soon as we read A Lady Sherlock, we want the next one. Yeah. So
1: I already want to read the next one in the series. And the series is getting more and more intertwined. I feel like the, the endings are less defined. Yeah. I think this is going to be a big discussion point. So. So we'll start with the jacket. But with, as with all of our romance adjacent books, we will be veering considerably from the usual format of our episodes. Right
0: but we do still start with the book jacket. A most unexpected client shows up at Charlotte Holmes's doorstep, Moriarty himself. Moriarty fears that tragedy has befallen his daughter and wants Charlotte to find out the truth.
1: Charlotte and Mrs. Watson travel to a remote community of occult practitioners where Moriarty's daughter was last seen, a place full of lies and liars. Meanwhile, Charlotte's sister, Livia, tries to make sense of a mysterious message from her beau, Mr. Marbleton. And Charlotte's longtime friend and ally, Lord Ingram, at last turns his seductive prowess on Charlotte. Or is it the other way around?
0: But the more secrets Charlotte unravels about Miss Moriarty's disappearance, the more she wonders why Moriarty has entrusted this delicate matter to her, of all people. Is it merely to test Charlotte's skills as an investigator? Or has the Man of Shadows trapped her in a nest of vipers? Good job not spoiling the book in the jacket or the previous books. Honestly, this is, I would say, a very good book jacket.
1: Honestly. Yeah, and we've quibbled over some of the previous ones, less for accuracy and more for what they reveal. But I think this, like, perfectly hits the tone. It threads the needle. I mean, these are
0: mysteries, so you can't give away too much. And I I think it does a great job of giving you the mystery, a little bit of the conflict. And then, I mean, what we're, I don't want to say it's our main focus on reading these, but we're always very interested in what's happening with
1: the interpersonal relationships as well. Specifically with Lord Ingram, the spy slash (laughs) archaeologist. Yeah. Look. Similarly to the book jacket, we're going to try to thread the needle here. Spoilers for the first five books in the series will abound. We will in no way, shape, or form try to censor ourselves. So if you uh, haven't read a previous book yet and care, we definitely recommend hitting pause and going and reading them before you listen to this. Uh, We will try not to spoil the sixth book, at least not until after spoiler tags at the end. Yes. And
0: because this is a great place to say it, we recommend, I mean, you have to read this series in order. You you can't skip around.
1: I'm actually trying to think of what that would look like, and I think you'd just be really confused.
0: You'd be confused. It wouldn't have the emotional impact. Like, you just, just don't do it. Just don't do it.
1: Read them all, and they're worth it, so. So, Meg and I just had to recap for ourselves, because now that we're six books in, There's a lot. So you summarized it perfectly, Meg. The five books are delineated how? Okay, so book
0: number one is the origin story. Book number two is the appearance of um, Moriarty on the scene, let's say. And it has to do with Lady Ingram, so Lord Ingram's wife, and her involvement. And
1: she's searching for her lover. Right, right
0: third book has to do with Lord Ingram being framed for the murder of his wife, who turns out not to be dead. So spoiler alert. <laughs> and then the fourth one is a heist novel. But it turns out that the the painting that they're stealing is actually in Moriarty's stronghold. So at this point, we're like, okay, we think Moriarty is going to really play a big part in these books. The fifth book has to do with Inspector Treadles and his wife. So Inspector Treadles is framed for murder in that one. Uh, and that brings us up to this one, which I think the book jacket does a great job of explaining.
1: And Treadles is framed for
0: murder because of Moriarty. Right, because he it turns out that he was investigating his wife's company, which happened to be infiltrated
1: by Moriarty's minions, I guess. Right. So, for any lovers of Sherlock Holmes, the original by Arthur Conan Doyle, a.k.a. Livia, they're very episodic. Moriarty, for all that he lords over a lot of people's thoughts about Sherlock, doesn't appear super often on the page. I believe he appears in two of the stories, and that's it. And so... This is definitely Sherry Thomas putting a much more like modern crime syndicate take on the Sherlock Holmes series. Like yeah. this is all coming down to Charlotte versus Moriarty. And I I think I think all along she's
0: done a really good job of differentiating the Sherlock of from Lady Sherlock. Like they they really are very different beasts. Yes. But I, I think it was it was really in the past, the last three books, so Art of Theft, uh, Murder on Cole Street, and this one, Miss Moriarty, I presume, that I think Lane and I had to be like, okay, we have to reset our expectations for this series because it's going to be, as she said, Charlotte and Company
1: versus Moriarty. And this is the one, as Meg said, you can't read any of these independently. But this is the first one where I was like, there is no individual mystery without the context of the previous books in this one. Right. At least like Art of Theft, the goal is to steal this painting. Murder on Cold Street, the goal is to free treadles. Right. This book from page one, the goal is to evade Moriarty's notice, even though he's in their living room. And right. like the mystery is figuring out how the mystery ties into Moriarty's master plan. Yep, and so this is definitely where I had to be like, okay, like I am not getting Hound of the Baskervilles. No, nope. I I mean,
0: I will say this book did a nice job of having sort of a contained mystery that you could guess the resolution to.
1: So yes. I think that it did have a little Sherlockian mystery in it. But the mystery is Moriarty's daughter. Set right. by Moriarty, like it, it's not extractable. Yes. From a, a interwoven plot standpoint. Yes. From the wider Moriarty scene, in the way that in the last two books, there was an at least an attempt to make it seem like there would be. Yeah. I mean, even Ingram's seem like there might be. And this one, it's very obvious from the beginning, there's not. That's not a criticism. For the record, I enjoyed the hell out of this. It is just like the book that I realized, oh, we're in a very new place now. Right.
0: I, so, I, I don't know how behind the scenes this is, but I did go in 2019, like right before, you know, six months before lockdown, I did go to see Sherry Thomas speak uh, about Lady Sherlock. I was invited. I was just at a wedding. She, Elaine would have been there, except she couldn't. She just couldn't bail on her friend's wedding, which I, it, the, probably the only forgivable
1: excuse. I just, I feel bad because I know Meg, like, is the face of Plot Trist, And I swear to God, guys, I'm not bailing on you. I'm just really busy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to say Lane busy. actually. Lane actually has a social life, unlike me.
0: <laughs>
1: I anyway. It, was like, it wasn't meant to be a burn, anyway.
0: Yeah, no. So I, I went to see her, and she did say that her thought was that she would have at least ten books in the series. So, And she did, she talked about how she had different ideas for plots and she would present them to her editor. And Anyway, so my thought is she has a 10 book arc that's going to deal with Moriarty. And then if she continues to write, it will be something different after that.
1: And I just think that's really comforting to know, because I think especially we've all read book series or watch TV shows where you realize At a certain point, this would have been better if it ended a while ago. They they, they didn't have an
0: end goal in sight. Right. And so... It's it's like my cat... Alias.
1: Alias.
0: There's there's a lot of narrative urgency at the beginning, but then it just sort of slows down, and you're like, okay.
1: Yeah. So anyway, this book, I'm glad to know that at least the Moriarty arc has a vision right? because I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say it's revealed in this one that Moriarty reports to someone. Right. That like it's the, the syndicate is bigger than him and bigger than just like his specific criminal enterprise. Um, And I was like, I don't want to get to a point. This is exactly what I said to Meg. I don't want to get to a point 15 bucks in where Moriarty's boss has a boss and suddenly it's even bigger than you remember and like I'm glad to know there's a vision yeah
0: so I think where this book differs from the previous books in the series is that in the previous books Moriarty was a behind-the-scenes villain and often you didn't realize he was actually behind everything until the very end And this book, he appears in the second or third chapter. So he's actually, we actually meet Moriarty. Charlotte meets Moriarty. And he's the main actor. So he puts everything in motion. So
1: this is the first Moriarty-centric book. So where we left off in the previous book is Charlotte and company in clearing Inspector Treadle's good name. Begin to get a sense of just how widespread the Moriarty criminal enterprise is in London. and yeah. In all of England, basically. And the continent. And we, if you also recall, at the end of Art of Theft, Mr. Marbleton, Livia's love interest, was revealed to be Moriarty's son. And Moriarty had captured his mother and adoptive father and would only guarantee their safety in exchange for Mr. Marbleton turning himself in. Yep. So. Those are sort of the two big things they know. Their good friend and collaborator, Mr. Marbleton, and Livia's love interest is in Moriarty's clutches. And Moriarty's web is way bigger and more powerful and more scary than they ever could have imagined.
0: And if you've been waiting for Stephen Marbleton to show up again, don't worry, he does. It's satisfying in that you actually get to see him It is unsatisfying in that very Sherry Thomas way where it's going to be like the slowest, slow burn of all time.
1: It's funny to think back on just how much time these novels have taken place in. And I I think we talk about it every episode. It
0: hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah. It has not even been a year.
1: So... I appreciate that things aren't happening, like, faster than you could believe they would happen in real time. But I'm still very worried for Mr. Marbleton.
0: I'm worried for Mr. Marbleton. I'm still a little worried about this divorce that Lord Ingram is getting. (laughs) You guys. Like, for the past three books, it's like, they'll surely grant the divorce by June. And I'm like,
1: what freaking month is it? (laughs) <laughs> That's why. So there's a couple discussions I want to have after the spoiler tag about some of the ways characters behave. Uh-huh. and I wonder if the wounds really would have closed,
0: given yeah, that yeah, we're
1: yeah. talking about such a truncated timeline. yeah so, as Meg said, this does this book does have a really defined mystery. and it's the one described in the jacket. What is going on with Moriarty's daughter?
0: Yeah and this is the mystery that if you're paying attention and you like mysteries you can probably solve.
1: Yep, I um there's a couple of minor mysteries too associated with like Charlotte's time in the compound, the the community of hermits or whatever that she lives in. And like of who was the person behind Charlotte and who was up on the parapet and you know why was mrs moriarty why did miss moriarty disappear at a certain time and like it's really obvious in a way i haven't thought any other mystery in the series was that said the wider mystery of what is going on with moriarty what is the game he is playing and who are these specific people in the game and what do they want yeah all that's a total mystery clusterfuck to me yeah but because of that because it was both like big picture, way more complicated, and small picture, kind of more obvious than I've come to expect. It's I spent a lot of this book focusing on the interpersonal dynamics in a way that yeah. I actually was enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really liked the interpersonal dynamics in this book. So we'll have to talk about that more probably after the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this book has a very apprehensive feel more yes. than any other book. Ex- maybe Hollow of Fear can match it in appreh- in like that feeling, that feeling of tension that something's going to break. Um, That one was, I mean, that one I think still is my favorite entry in the series because it's just so good. Yeah. But. This one, you you do feel this just feeling of, like, foreboding and tension, and you don't know what's going to happen. And you're scared because Charlotte is scared. Because she's not normally
1: scared. Yeah. She was more scared in Hollow of Fear, I think. <laughs> she was,
0: I think, a little more scared. She couldn't eat in Hollow of Fear, guys.
1: I like, though, that I feel like this is this is the first book in the series, and this is going back to what we were saying earlier, where you kind of start to get a sense of the chessboard. Yeah. Not just of Moriarty, but also of the people opposing him and the different forces. And you don't really understand how they're all interconnected or why they're doing the things they're doing. Right. But you, you do start to understand that there are different forces at work and who might be important. Yeah.
0: And it was when and this is what took like the 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 English mystery drawing room, all the all the suspects are in the same place, and you know Charlotte goes, "Well, you did this, and you did that, and you did this." And I was like, "Oh thank God she's here to
1: explain because I was so confused. I also love this is the most minor of spoilers. I think it's in chapter one. So Moriarty's first lieutenant in London is named De Lacey. yeah, and the this book sort of delves into the fact that DeLacy is like a title, not a person, that only one person holds the title at a time. Mm -hmm. And I really loved that element for some reason. And it's very minor, But it even plays up in the end, like in terms of who is DeLacy really, because like knowing him as a person will affect what we get away with. Like this DeLacy
0: is smart. This DeLacy is dumb. This DeLacy is focused on the financial aspect, you know?
1: It was just a very interesting piece of. I feel like that's a that's a pretty common trope in spy novels. Yeah, I mean, James Bond M is a title, not a person. I think it's just fun that De is a title, not a person. Yeah,
0: no, it's
1: it's true. I will say
0: that this book did have a lot of like lighthearted moments, and it's because in the all of the previous novels, except for Cold Street. But even Cultured a little bit. But all the previous ones, Charlotte and Ash, Lord Ingram, Ash Alert, Ash Alert, <laughs> they they haven't, there's just so much sexual tension and relationship tension between them. They don't know where the other one stands. They've both professed that they love the other one, but like sort of under duress. Yeah, you know, They haven't had the... To define the relationship. They don't know what's going on. This is the first one where. Everything else in the world. Is going to shit. Except Charlotte and Ingram. Are having a great relationship. Yep. And there are some. There are some really. Hilarious scenes. Between the both of them. I. um,
1: There's one sequence. Where. He sort of takes advantage of Charlotte's social naivety. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, she's not sure why he's not coming on to her. Uh Uh-huh. And it's because he's, like, paying her back. Yep. And it was just so adorable. I love the two of them together
0: so much. I, I do, too. I do, too. And it was nice to, despite the fact that it's in this novel that you're... Despite the fact that it's in a novel where you're sort of feeling this, this weight of apprehension and fear the whole time, it's still really nice to have them just be happy together. And you don't have to worry about, are they? It's, it's not a will they, won't they, because they have decided that they will.
1: Right. Or at least they've decided that they're going to, for the time being, and ignore any potential pitfalls that could happen later, because they don't know if they're living to later. Well, let's call it a ha-
0: happily for HFN instead of an H-E-A. Happy for now instead of a happily
1: ever after. Look, do I think Charlotte and Ingram are ending up together? Yes. I think I will ultimately be really disappointed if this doesn't end up having like at least that romance element. Like If they kill Ash in the 10th book, I'm pissed.
0: She won't. Sherry would never do that to us. She would never
1: do that to us. I need, I need them to get the HEA. I'm just saying, I'm not so confident that there won't be future, future relationship. I'm not saying there won't be a future book where Charlotte's will they, won't they with Ingram will be a major factor again.
0: Of course, of course it will. But I was just glad not to have that tension added on to the rest of the tension.
1: Well, and right now you kind of got Livia and Marbleton and another B couple standing in for that tension in this book. Oh, my gosh. It was nice. It finally was nice to have it
0: be on other couples, honestly. Yes. Spoiler time. I say, th- okay. I was like, do we have anything else? I think we have to move on to spoiler time. So if you read this book, and again, you should, after you read the first five. This section is for you.
1: Okay. So, first of all, when Meg said soap opera. Oh, my God, you guys. So, Charlotte's brother is hooking up with Moriarty's daughter. And Charlotte's sister is hooking up with Moriarty's son. And Ingram's la- ex-wife is a minion of Moriarty. Uh-huh. And OBT dubs. So all of Charlotte's nieces and nephews except Henrietta's kids would end up having Moriarty as a grandfather? Yep. What the fuck? I mean, I it was, it
0: was so ridiculous that it became, like, amazingly fun. No, I
1: loved it. I'm like, at this point, yes, lean in.
0: Oh, that's the thing. I was like, okay, if this is going to be a Moriarty book, like, give it all to me. Yep.
1: So, but also... Questions I had. Why mm-hmm. was Ingram chill with protecting his evil wife? She tried to frame him for murder, like, five minutes ago and has, like, threatened to abduct their children recently. Yeah. So I recently
0: listened to The Art of Theft, which is a great book. And there's a lot in there about Ash being a protector and, like, wanting to protect his wife, mostly because she is... The mother of his children. I think that's basically the basic reason. But also he feels somewhat responsible for her going over
1: to Moriarty. Yeah, but the whole denouement of that is him realizing he needs to stop. I know. I
0: know. But he... Anyway. Look. I think it's in there just to show that, like,
1: He's not only protecting her. When he realized he and Charlotte had a dangerous mission with Moriarty, he decided the safest place for his kids to be was with her.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think we're down to now Lady Ingram is, which I still can't believe they still call her that. But anyway, she is, she is now like mortal enemies with Moriarty. So I think it's partially like, she will be one of the good one of with her would be one of the better
1: places to protect his kids against Moriarty as well. Like I keep your friends close or like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Even if we're also not (laughs) even if we're also in the middle of an acrimonious
0: divorce. Although it doesn't seem to be super acrimonious.
1: Given that she hated her life, talked about him behind his back constantly, and then attempted to implicate him in a crime? Yeah. I mean, I know technically it was his brother that tried to do that, but you know what I mean. Like, it was totally fine with him being implicated in a crime. Oh, yeah, she was
0: totally fine with it. But now she's more pissed off at Moriarty than she is at Ash, basically.
1: Yeah. I think I I needed more justification for that.
0: Yeah, I was a little surprised at her inclusion.
1: Um. Other question. So in case anyone, I, I'm worried I missed something. I asked this, make, make this question already, but if any of our listeners have an answer, Marbleton, while traveling to turn himself over to Moriarty, left a trail of clues meant for Finch and Miss Moriarty. And it was a picture of four people and somehow this picture let them know where their kid was or something.
0: Yeah. So I I do think one of the people in the picture is their
1: kid. Okay. I do not know who the other people are. So I just wanted to know if I was supposed to pick up on more information than the text gave in that regard. So if I missed anything, dear listeners, please let me know. If
0: either of us missed anything, because I did not understand this part either. I mean, my understanding was they understood that their kid was safe. And then they recognized the landscape. And so they would be able to go or mount an attack or whatever
1: on where it is. Yeah, I think given that, like I said, the whole point of this book, to me at least as a reader, other than the interpersonal stuff, was really setting the chessboard up. Mm Mm-hmm you get the impression that these are like significant future players and the clue Marbleton left says for answers about what this is fine Finch. I'm rarely frustrated with Sherry Thomas for like cliffhangers and not resolving things in one book. Cause I know how this whole saga works and there's always some sort of cliffhanger, but I did kind of want more of an explanation in this book about what was going on there because you spent the whole book trying to figure out the clue Marbleton left. And then you don't actually know what the clue he left was. Yeah.
0: Okay, there were some things that made me laugh so hard in this book.
1: Yes, one of them
0: was Phantom (laughs) Schloss, which is, I guess, it's like the stronghold in the Swiss Alps or something where Moriarty's headquartered. But just the fact
1: that it's called Phantom Schloss, well, first of all, that's hilarious. But it's it's apparently the part of Moriarty's cohort. That is secret from the rest of Moriarty's cohort. Uh-huh. So it's not his headquarters. It's the secret headquarters where if people betray him, he will still have reinforcements. Excuse and no me. one knows if it's even real. Excuse me. It was me. so funny. It was, it just,
0: it killed me. I thought it was so funny. Um, I'd also like to point out that because they have such a wonderful relationship, Ingram and Charlotte are using some sex toys in the bedroom. Yes. And there is a significant, sex- there is a significant cock ring. And I laughed out loud. I laughed so hard, Lane, when this, when it was revealed what this was. <laughs>
1: yeah, I um, laughed very hard. So there's, similar to um, Hollow of Fear, There's that perspective shift in the finale so that the reader isn't privy to Charlotte and the gang's thoughts. Yeah. I loved, like I said, I think the mystery here was a little bit obvious. And I was, given that the same device had been used in Hollow of Fear, I did not think the events we were witnessing were accurate. Oh,
0: I was not, I wasn't fooled. At all. For,
1: no, me neither. And, but I think what made it really fun was sort of observing it, knowing, like, people reacting, Mrs. Watson, Ingram, and whatever, were faking it. Exactly. Yes. I think that's how it was meant to be read.
0: I don't Same. think Sherry Thomas meant to write it as, like, an Ocean's Eleven at the end, then you go, oh, that's what happened the whole time.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. But I just think it was so fun. Yes. I I laughed yeah rather than being caught up in the drama in the way the POV character is uh, like when they talk about Lord Ingram made a noise he'd never heard before in English and then you find out why he made the noise it just made it so much richer it was so funny
0: it was so funny oh my gosh this is probably the funniest Lady Sherlock, and Sherry Thomas has a nice, she has a very sly, clever sense of humor. Yeah, but this is the one where I was like laughing really
1: hard. I also loved that, like, in trying to share Scar- scare Charlotte off. I'm not sure why, but the. Visitors could perform, like, a weird blood ritual that I'm pretty sure is not what they believe at all. It was just intimidate her. But I I wasn't sure why, and I still am not quite sure, but it was hilarious.
0: I was really into the whole, like, religious community, you know, behind these walls, apart from other people. I was really into the setting. It was really funny.
1: Even just this, like, fort on the coast... Yep. I really enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: But, but basically look I, this book I feel like is it's the beginning of a new era as well for Charlotte and company. I, I really do think the next few books are going to be like we're going after Moriarty.
1: Well and I'm interested to see what happens specifically in the next book. Because yeah. the conflict we're left with here, Marbleton's still with Moriarty. His parents are still with Moriarty. We know his sister is free, but not quite sure what she's doing. hmm And have reason to doubt some of her intelligence. Right. Charlotte's faked her death. Miss Moriarty's faked her death. Ash is now in Europe, but still married. What the fuck? So, there's a lot, like, for Charlotte to take on Moriarty. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering what the mystery can be in the next book. Yeah. Because uh, she's not Sherlock right now. She's not getting cases. Right. Because she's dead. I don't know.
0: I don't know what's going to happen. But all I have to say is, if the Ingrams don't get divorced soon,
1: I am going to be so pissed. I mean... I care less about it now that Ash isn't being such a prude because he's married.
0: I mean, yes, but I'm just at the point where I need it to happen and not... I I don't want
1: to read another drama about it.
0: It can't be this, like, lingering thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Or Lady Ingram... Or Lady Ingram die. That's fine. You know. Does the government know where she is, though? Good, they put around some story that she's in like the Swiss, in a spa
1: in Switzerland. Right, but like does Remington know Ingram is protecting her?
0: I don't know. I have That's a lot very of good question.
1: question. Her and like what her death would mean. I think she's gotta die by the end of the book. By the end of the series? Yeah, just because, I mean, I think the only way you could give her a real redemption arc is to make her a main character again. Which or they she, s- could, she could replace Moriarty, which you would hate. Right, but that's not a redemption arc. No, no. No, there's other ways to get her more story, but I think the only way to get her a redemption arc is to kill her. Yeah. Have
0: she her sacrifices sacrifice herself. herself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to have enough time to, like, get to know her character better, and I don't particularly want to. So I think the only way to, like, justify the degree to which Ash has been protecting her is to have her actually do the noble thing and, like, die for them. Die protecting her kids or Charlotte. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or Ash. We'll see. I mean, we were wrong about the last book. Our prediction for the last book, we were wrong, which I'm very happy about.
1: This isn't a prediction so much as a, like... The fact that she's back on the page when we don't even really see the reason why makes me think she has to play a bigger role in the future. I feel like there are two options. She goes full evil again. Mm-hmm. Or they attempt to redeem her somehow and flush her out even more. And I just feel like if that's the route Cherry Thomas takes, I don't see how you achieve that without killing her. Yeah. Well, I mean, we will find out. Yeah. I'm like not a prediction at all, because like I'm open to her becoming the next Moriarty. Yeah, but. totally.
0: Well, I don't think we have anything else to say about this book. Uh, we sorry. hope we hope you enjoyed listening listening to us fangirl
1: about Sherry Thomas. Um, did I mention that Lord Ingram is an archaeologist and a spy?
0: <laughs> yeah, he learned and a his, lot
1: of stuff. When Charlotte died. Um, he booked a bunch of digs in Europe. He did. And that's That's where they are right now. Sexing in the ruins. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate,
0: review, subscribe and check us out around the internet. Goodreads slash Plot and Instagram at Plot